0: Today on the Dynasty Rewind, we play buy, sell, hold, avoid, like Mike is avoiding Taylor Swift on social media, starting now. You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everyone. I'm your host, Michael Bauer, the best in the business, back in business. Joined once again by my faithful co-host, Nate, Professor Christian, wearing a Ravens Hawaiian t-shirt, button-up shirt, sorry. Nate,
1: hi. Yeah, uh, I love this. It's so ridiculous. It's got like the palm trees and the Ravens logo on it. It's purple and green, which is like the best color combination in the world, right? Um, I had to celebrate because Ravens looking pretty good, 3 and one just whooped up on the Bengals, whooped up on the Browns, going to the Steelers next, probably playing a backup quarterback there maybe. You know, I don't know if Pickett's playing he's injured. Ravens? Ravens going to be 4-1, and one, I'm thinking, hopefully. It's always okay. tough playing the Steelers, though, so I'm not going to count my chickens before they hatch.
0: I love division games. That is where it's at. We just escaped 1-2 by three points in overtime. I had to watch it on my phone at a wedding. Who gets married Ooh. on a Sunday in football oh, season? Gosh. Spencer and Alyssa, that's who. But it was still a nice time. Oh, no. We got the dub. They tried to make me avoid the game. I did not. So let's talk about some players that we are buying, selling, holding, and avoiding. I think avoid is one that should be discussed more often, by the way, so that's why we do it every week. Let's get into it. Jameer Gibbs, once again, reminding everybody, the NFL does not care about your fantasy team. Stop overreacting. Nate, buy, sell, hold, avoid.
1: Okay. Look, you got to you gotta go watch the video that Bob and I did. Um, it came out on um, Tuesday morning. Watch, all, the of them, actually, just I mean, watch all of them. Watch all of them. Make sure you make. subscribe all over there. Like the videos. Go to the other videos you haven't watched. Like those two. Uh, just, just do us a favor while you're over there. It's free to you to subscribe. Does nothing. You don't cost you any money. No. Just helps us out. Just We appreciate the support. Yeah. But I talked about Jameer Gibbs over there. And I want a little bit of a rant because it's a little ridiculous that we are talking right now like, oh, no, should we sell Jameer Gibbs? Oh, should we avoid Jameer Gibbs? What? What? What is going on? Come on, people. This is four weeks into the season. Four weeks into the season. We don't know anything yet. You know, th- there's still so many games to be played. They're in, in Dynasty Fantasy Football. We're not playing redraft, Mike, are we? We're playing Dynasty Fantasy Football. Mm-hmm. So we care about more than just this season, right? We care more about two weeks from now jameer gibbs is still a top five dynasty running back in the future i mean he's going to be at the top there for a while listen to this okay we're all we're all worried about the the workload right because oh they paid david montgomery and i didn't think they would actually give him the ball just like they did last year with jamal williams and deandre swift this is i think our, people's expectations were too much but the, the situation is a situation the talent of gibbs is incredible the situation i don't think it's even bad i think it's just a middling situation, quite honestly, because Jameer Gibbs can still be pretty productive. DeAndre Swift was the RB16 in fantasy points per game last year in this exact role. And I think Jameer Gibbs can be just as good. I think he can be just as productive. Currently on pace this season for 761 yards on the ground, 60 receptions, and 300 yards because his yards per reception is pretty terrible right now. Well, that actually compares pretty favorably to CMC's rookie season, where he ran the ball for 435 yards. Panic. Two touchdowns. He did catch 80 passes for 651 yards and five touchdowns. And, you know, that's what we've talked about with Jameer Gibbs. That would be the the way he gets into the NFL first with his production, is through the receiving game. Now, unfortunately, those yards per catch haven't really come in. Um, He hasn't had those big, huge receiving games yet, but they're coming. He's a rookie. On a team where they don't love to have rookies out there, Dan Campbell is not a coach who's looking to have a team full of rookies on his starting lineup. This is true. John Harbaugh is the same way. I'm sure there's a lot of other coaches who are the same way because the NFL is tough. And because of that, it's just going to get better. Jameer Gibbs is going to get more comfortable. His workload will improve. Do not sell. Do not avoid. I'm holding on to him. I'm buying him if possible. I think it's hard to buy him because I think everyone still knows the talent. But if anyone is, I think you can probably get him for two firsts. And I am more willing to pay that if I'm a contending team um, where I think those two firsts are going to be late. I'm easily paying two firsts for Jameer Gibbs if I think those firsts are late. I think that's an incredible deal that you will be patting yourself on the back for years to come if you make that happen.
0: I like the parallel you made between CMC here. We're not saying that he's the next CMC. We're also not not saying that. But you look at CMC's rookie year, which was in 2017. Yes. Yes. Jonathan Stewart was there. Jonathan Stewart, a very good NFL back. And then we also had Cameron Cameron Artis Payne and Fozzie Whitaker, waka waka. So, you know, they're, they're guys. Teams put their best players in position. By the way, I hate to break it to everybody. David Montgomery is a good NFL back. You can hate me. You can come at me. But he just had three touchdowns against the Green Bay Packers. And, you know, the Green Bay Packers, I don't know what their defense is like, but division games are tough, okay? You always get up for your division, just like in college, you get up for your rivals. That's just how it is. This is what they do, like you said, with Jamal Williams last year, with DeAndre Swift last year. I'm holding or buying. Would anyone actually avoid Jameer Gibbs just out of curiosity? I don't know. Maybe somebody would. If so, please tell me. Why? I would just like to know. I'm not going to knock you. I just want to know your thought process. I want to have a conversation about it. I'm going to buy him for a late 24 first. I'm going to try to go out there and get him with multiple seconds if I can. I don't know if that'll work, but no. you know, I heard, yeah, once well. heard that somebody traded for CMC for Brace Hall in a third, so maybe this happens. <laughs> um, he's not the next DeAndre Swift. Source on that is Twitter, by the way. He's still a rookie. He's going to be fine. Not everybody comes out of the gate firing. They just don't. Um, so the next one, Nate. What are we doing with Traylon Burks? Buying, selling, holding, avoiding.
1: Mm. Mm. This is um, this. I'm not yeah, going. This is a situation I'm in. I'm in. Mike. I
0: stared at the sheet for literally three minutes, just trying to think. What do I want to do with this
1: guy? Mike, you can see I didn't write anything for this guy. I saw that, and I figured there was a reason why. Because. You know, I'm holding on the Traylon Burks in the leagues I have him, and I'm certainly not actively buying him at this point. And this has been a whole process because you guys, I mean, you know, I was very excited about Burks coming into the league. You were. Um, I thought the Titans landing spot was a decent one. Um, you know, as an AJ Brown replacement, like quite literally, yeah, you know, they used the draft pick that, you know, they acquired with AJ Brown trade to pick up Traylon Burks. It just didn't really happen. The Titans offense didn't really come together last year, had a lot of issues and those issues have continued into this year. Um, The offense has been very up and down. Ryan Tannehill, 59% completion rate, 6.6 yards per attempt. Only one passing touchdown so far this year. It's rough. Mike, I mean, I still like Burks, but Ryan Tannehill hasn't thrown for more than 250 yards this, this year. He, (sighs) he, It's just, it hasn't been good down there. And Henry hasn't done very well until this past week. They're a very inconsistent team on offense. Burks has, you know, missed a couple games with injury. I think we're going to get to the point where his entry price point will get so low that I probably will be back into Traylon Burks as an upside throw. But currently I I think he's, you can probably get him for a second round pick right now. Um, I I might be interested in that, but I want to see him back on the field first. I want to see him do something. Um, you know, same kind of similar way. I feel about Jameson Williams. Just need to see something. Needs to see something again, you know, that gets me excited. Uh, you know, cause I still believe in the talent of trailing Burks, but the situation is not great, not great for my fantasy team right now. Not someone I want to go acquire. So holding on to Burks where I have him, I don't think anyone's going to be buying him. So I'm not really selling him and avoiding for the moment if I don't have him.
0: Problem is with what you spent to get Traylon Burks. It's just absolutely killing your team because yep. you figured at this point in his second season he would at least be a reliable starter, even if it's like in flex.
1: Your flex. Yeah, yeah, and at worst, That's you're
0: okay with that. And and if Quentin Johnston is this next year, then we got a problem with big body
1: wide receivers coming out of college. Hey, Chev was saying it, man. Chev was saying he's not. He's not about those guys anymore.
0: Yeah, and I can honestly see why he would say that, and I can't really sit here and disagree with him right now until someone proves otherwise, but I'm selling if I can. He might be a void at this point. These injuries, they're piling up. Just missed a game versus Cincinnati. he has got less than 100 yards in three games this season. And by the way, to- turf toe and a concussion in 22, knee injury in 23. This, this is soft tissue stuff your brain is a soft tissue ladies and gentlemen so <laughs> I can put that in there I know there's heart tissue around it don't
1: I'm not a doctor cho yeah you're not a doctor
0: if somebody offers me a late 24 first are you jumping on that Nate
1: offers me a late 24 first if you Cameron have Traylon Burks.
0: Burks and they're like I'll give you what could be the 110 next year yep you're taking uh, and, it.
1: And, and, and that's yeah it was hard for me to you know come to terms too. Uh, yeah. A couple of weeks ago, but um, at this point, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to re-roll the dice if I'm given the chance. Um, not actively shopping trail on Burks, but if someone offered me that, um, I, w- I would certainly take it because I, I am ready to roll the dice again. And yeah. I like next year's draft class. I think there's some really good wide receivers I can pick up in the first round that at this point I consider similar value to Burks, if not better. Um, especially with, you know, hey, that's the newest flavor. Got some upside. You no, know, never know what you're going to get um, at that point. I might be picking up. Bob's guy, Troy Franklin, uh, Roma Dunze out of Washington.
0: Wait, tune in on Monday if you want to hear about all about those guys. Yeah, come back Monday for all them.
1: <laughs> I'll save them.
0: But you know, I know T Higgins has been disappointing. I'll take if somebody offered me T Higgins straight up. I'd even sprinkle a little bit on top to get T Higgins. I'll take Mike Evans right now. Over, I know he's a little bit banged up last week. I don't know what his availability is going to be, but we see what he is on the field. We know what he is. He's played through problems before. He wanted to come back in the game, but they were winning big. They said negative. I'm going to take him. I'll take Jaden Reed. I will take Zay Flowers right now over Traylon Burks. I just have to. I have to. We're going into week five. I'm not panicking, but I can't have players that I paid a lot of money for or paid you know, multiple assets for multiple dividends for just sitting there giving me goose eggs every week, unless they're on the IR, then you understand. I just can't, I have to move on. What are you doing with Cooper cup? Nate, are you buying, selling, holding, avoiding? Because here's another one. Now he's banged up, but we've seen more than what he could do, especially with Matthew, Matthew Stafford at the helm. Is he the best wide receiver in the NFL? He's the best wide receiver on his team right now.
1: What are you cool. doing? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? That's a good question, Mike. What are we doing with Cooper Cup? Um, last time I checked, he was still wide receiver 50. Uh, not wide receiver. He was 52 overall on keep trade cut. Interesting. Um, so, you know, that's still a four, fifth, early fifth round pick in a startup. Um, I think that value right now is just too high for me to uh, be buying. So in that case, if I can sell for that value, I'm going to be going after that and if not i'm just kind of avoiding or if i'm if i got him i'm holding him and just seeing how it plays out because right now i am doubting the uh, potential for him to have that just god tier ability yeah because Naku right. is going to eat into his workload now yeah you know cooper cup has been the offense for the past 2 years there in with the rams and this time he's not the offense anymore he's still the wide receiver one when he comes back we're not talking crazy here um Cooper Cup is still a better wide receiver than Puka Nakua even though he hasn't played yet this season um and he might not even play this week but when he does come back he's gonna be a good wide receiver I just don't know if he's gonna be able to give me the box score that makes him worth his value right now um you know they do play different roles Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup Puka Nakua has played majority of his snaps outside so far this season. We know Cooper Cup plays the slot role a lot of times. So they're going to both be on the field. They're going to be eating, you know, into each other's workload. They're still both going to be productive. I'm still excited about both of them. But right now, you know, still looking at a top 20 dynasty wide receiver in Cooper Cup, who's on the other side of 30 and now has competition in the wide receiver room. I'm just not excited to make a move right now. So I'm I'm avoiding.
0: I get it. I I really do. And, you know, for reference to Cooper Cup, we talk about, you just said God tier, two seasons over a 1,000 yards in his six-year career. Just throwing that out there. One season he did have 974 yards, so, yeah. and he did miss a game. But that being said, what I'm doing, I'm holding. I'm holding on just like I was with Jonathan Taylor. I got to believe, because you can't, much like the Noid, you can't avoid Cooper yeah. Cup. You know what I mean? Anybody out there old enough to remember the Noid? If you are, at me on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. I got the Noid right here. If you watch it on video, he's back there. He's hanging out. I also have a California raisin back there. But that being said, you know, I just can't. You got to stay the course, bro, like Pork Man would say. You got to keep holding. We know what he is. We know what his rapport is. I just hope he doesn't come back this week against the Eagles because we just signed a slot corner. Don't know if we're going to have time to get acclimated enough. But James Bradbury needs to get back outside, and Josh Job needs to get back on the bench. Cooper Cup, he can be elite. We've seen it. I still believe. I don't think I'm going to get what he's worth if I try to sell him now. I'm holding. All right, so hang out, and let's hear a word from our sponsors. We will be back shortly. All right, Nate. So, welcome back, Arthur Smith. Are you with Kyle Pitts, man? You're killing me. You're killing all of us here, Nate. Kyle Pitts
1: didn't think it would come to this. Buy, mm-hmm. sell, hold the void. It's it's tough. You know, there's only one coach I dislike more than Arthur Smith right now, fantasy football wise. That's Matt Canada. Just uh-huh. had to get his name in here today. That way I could mention the fact that I am upset that he's still the offensive coordinator for the Steelers, even though it helps my Ravens out. And Mike Tomlin doubled down the day and said he's not looking at any options at the offensive coordinator.
0: Hold on a second. In all fairness, don't blame Matt Canada. He doesn't know he sucks. We do. You should be blaming Mike Tomlin here. But as we a Ravens, you should be happy that Matt Canada uh, is I still his offensive coordinator.
1: Either way, I'm not happy that Arthur Smith is using his offensive weapons the way that he is. Yes. Um, and specifically Kyle Pitts, because Kyle Pitts is one of the most talented tight ends we've seen come through the ranks of college and get into the NFL. And we know he's productive. He's not just like, oh, he was an athletic tight end that didn't really work out. No, we know Kyle Pitts is really good. Um, his rookie season, you had a thousand yards. In- incredible. You know, the touchdowns weren't there. So you didn't have the fantasy season. Everyone had hoped as a rookie, but still, you know, did quite well. There's Arthur Smith Smith offense has totally handcuffed him and Drake London. And we're just not able to get the production that we want. Now Um, we don't get the touchdowns. We don't get the targets. He's still one of the top target getters on the team, but it's not equating to anything. And Johnny Smith is outscoring him right now. Um, All this to say (laughs) I'm avoiding Kyle Pitts If I'm a contending team, Um, if I'm a rebuilding team, I'm, knocking on some doors, Mike, if I'm a rebuilding team and I'm not worried about 2023 and I'm looking at 2024 or maybe even 2025, because we have teams right now that are looking at 2025 as the the year that they are going to be competitive. Kyle Pitts is a buy that makes sense because at some point Arthur Smith and Kyle Pitts will not be together. Whether it is because Kyle Pitts leaves or because Arthur Smith leaves, I do not know which one comes first. But at some point it will happen i think it Uh, might be arthur smith it it might be if they keep losing games yeah so at some point Kyle pitts is going to be productive and tight ends last a long time we've seen them play into the 30s kyle pitts right now only 23 years old mike he's got a whole career left in front of him we have rookies coming to the nfl all the time at 23 years old kyle pitts Still got another decade of play in the NFL. This is a long-term play if you have that kind of timeline. If you do, some players you can move for Kyle Pitts right now, Terry McLaurin, Chris Godwin possibly, um, Brian Robinson. I'm sure you can get Kyle Pitts for just straight up first these days. Um, you know, try to might pay a bit more, but he's accessible. The price point, there is entry here. It doesn't make sense for a lot of teams that are looking for points, but if you're not, this is the time to buy Kyle Pitts. It might be the lowest he'll ever be valued for you know, the next five years.
0: Do you know who Rich Cotite is? I do not. Rich Cotite was an offensive coordinator for the Eagles in the early 90s, and he was a really good offensive coordinator. And when he became a head coach, he was a terrible head coach. Arthur Smith is the next Rich Cotite. Again, I'm aging myself, but whatever. I'm almost 40. It is what it is. Rich Cotite was terrible. They also kind of look similar as well. <laughs> you know, they look like they should be a plumber or something like that. Nothing against plumbers, mm. but they typically don't look like Sean McVay from the plumbers I've seen come True. to my house. That being said, I am scrolling back up and finding I'm selling. Well, that, that,
1: okay. I was going to say something real quick. If, go No, go ahead. I mean, I'm now just, I have the opportunity. I'm frustrated
0: you. with Arthur Smith. That's what I was say.
1: We're all frustrated with Arthur Smith. Yes we speak for the people. We're like the Lorax of frustrated people with Arthur Smith.
0: I was not allowed to read the Lorax when I was a kid because my father said it was leftist propaganda
1: in case anyone's <laughs> wondering how I was raised. <laughs> oh man. Um, look, Kyle Pitts. I think if you do want to buy him, you can still wait. I don't think you got to like do it in, in a rush right now. I think you can wait till uh, a couple weeks from now. You can, you know, you can, you can wait a little bit. You don't need to, go running right now to buy him because I don't think the production is going to get much better this season.
0: And it's, it's really unfortunate too, because like Traylon Burks, you spent a considerable amount to draft Kyle Pitts. You either, there were people taking him at the one one in super flex yeah. leagues. And I get it because he's a unicorn that he's being kept in the barn is the analogy I made on here. And it's really, it's really unfortunate. But Nate, 11 catches for 121 yards and zero touchdowns in four, four games. And he's Getting outpaced by Jonu Smith, and nothing yeah. against Jonu Smith, but we thought that whole thing was over when he went to New England. Get here, he is. Tyler Algier is getting better snaps than Bijan Robinson sometimes. I don't think that Arthur Smith knows how to rotate his talented players in. Like we always say, we don't hate players, we hate value. Drake London should be doing better as well. He's more talented than what he's getting. Kyle Pitts, Bijan Robinson, you have three core pieces. Use them to win some football games. I don't know what you're doing right now. I would take Sam Laporta, the tight end two on the season, everybody, by the way, over Kyle Pitts. It's not particularly close. Do I think that Sam Laporta is a better athlete than Kyle Pitts? I didn't say that. But Sam Laporta is getting me a hell of a lot more points than Kyle Pitts is right now. I will take Kyle Pitts over Luke Musgrave, who I love, who did get hurt, come back soon. Dallas Goddard, I'm an Eagles fan. It hurts me to say that. Pat Frymuth, yep. I'm a Penn State fan. I love Pat Frymuth, but I want fantasy points. If somebody said, hey, you know, I'm not making it this year. I'll give you Sam Laporta in a second for Kyle Pitts. Dude, sign me up
1: all the way up. And you know just- what, Mike? I don't think that's going to be a bad take at all. It might sound a little crazy right now. But if Sam yeah. Laporta finishes, I mean – at this pace, maybe a top six, top eight tight end, which I don't think is very hard. And with the production he's getting right now, he's almost halfway there. If yeah. he finishes at that point and Kyle Pitts finishes outside the top 12 because he's getting no production, end of season dynasty rankings, you might see Laporta over Kyle Pitts in a lot of rankings. And, you know, that's going to be a deal that you got a second on top of.
0: And here's the thing I understand people say talent over opportunity, but the fact of the matter is Sam, Laporta, talented. Getting- Sam Laporta has a Better quarterback Right now Than Kyle Pitts does So yeah. the opportunity is better The talent might be closer than we think Let's talk about his teammate here though Sam Laporta's teammate, Jameson Williams Suspension reduced to four games By the way, I did see a note Or a blurb, whatever I think if an NFL player gets caught Betting on his own team, it's a two year suspension Yes, let see that So, you know, that's bad That's really bad Guys, you're millionaires. You don't need to bet, okay? Just don't do it. Nate, are you buying, selling, holding? I know what I'm doing because I've been quite vocal in Jamison Williams. But what about you? Tell me what you're doing.
1: Yep, yeah, um, I am. I have been selling him in some places uh, the past couple weeks, uh, leading up to the season as well. Um, I was moving off of Jamison Williams. I am still moving off of Jamison Williams if I get good value. Um, you know, I'll, I'll trade him for a first and a player. Um, I don't mind a first straight up if I'm not looking to score points this year, but you know, if that's my option, honestly, I'd rather just hold on to him. And that's what I'm kind of doing at this point. Now that his suspensions are down, um, there's a little bit more excitement for Jamison Williams coming back to the field. The lions do look like a good offense right now. I want to see what Jameson looks like in this offense. I love the talent of Jamison Williams always have, um, you know, was disappointed when he tore his ACL. That was unfortunate. The other, you know, off the field and some with the gambling, you know, that's just, you know, I don't know what happened there. But, you know, you got to start getting on the field. We have some good news finally. Um, it's good news after some bad news, but he's getting on the field this week. We're going to see him with the Lions. I just want to see something from him. Um, I think he's going to hold his value through the next couple weeks, through the rest of the season most likely, because he's still a first-round pick that we haven't seen a lot. And we know people love to take – you know, the dice rolls on the unknown. So even if Jamison Williams has a slow start out of the suspension, people are going to give him a break. They're going to allow you to still cash out on Jamison Williams if you want to. And that's what I'm doing at this point. I'm holding on to him for a first couple of games. Let's see what happens. I think his value really can only go up from here. Otherwise, it kind of just stays the same for the next couple of weeks. And at that point, I can cash out for a first round pick. But if he starts looking really good, you know, I can maybe get more. So that's what I'm doing at this point, kind of holding on seeing what happens in the next couple weeks when he gets into the offense.
0: Yeah, I got to stick to my guns and avoid because I already sold everywhere. I don't want to backtrack and seem like a turncoat or something like that. Here's the thing. Jameson Williams is an elite talent. He did come into the league injured. It took him some time. He didn't do much last year. Then the suspension, you kind of wonder, is he a knucklehead? We don't know. But like I said, he's an elite talent like Kyle Pitts. We've been told this over and over again. Again, we're not seeing it because he's not on the field. Will we see it? The fact of the matter is him missing time means Jared Goff has an even better rapport with Amon Ross St. Brown, Josh Reynolds, oh, Josh Reynolds. When I told you to sell, to sell St. Brown, like two years ago. I was wrong on that one. Mm-hmm. Sam Laporta and even Khalif Raymond has been getting some valuable targets and touches. Will Jameson Williams fit in? Will the coaching staff try to force it? We've seen when coaching staffs try to force it, it doesn't turn out good for anybody. It just doesn't. So, I think I have to avoid. I think the cost is too much. And if he's a player that I miss out on, then I miss out on. Shame on me. But right now I'm sticking to my guns and I'm avoiding. Yeah. And now it's time to really, really frustrate ourselves because we're going to take four players and play buy, sell, hold, avoid with only these four players. Bob loves to make this really hard for us, tugging at yeah. the old rings here. So let's talk about these rookie risers, you know, because that's what it's all about. And here they are. Zay Flowers, Puka Nakua, Devon Achan, God, that's weird, and Sam Laporta. So, Nate, we're going to kick it off with you. Tell me
1: what you got. All right. This is crazy, Mike. This is crazy, but I'm buying Sam Laporta.
0: That, and so
1: far, we're one for one. It's crazy because have you looked at the price of Sam Laporta on Keep Trade Cut? I have not. Currently, the tight end, two. The tight end, too, Mike. Okay. Right behind Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Oh, I was looking at him. Right, on, right ahead uh, of TJ Hawkinson. And he is also the tight end two on the season, correct? He's the tight
0: end two on the season. He is right behind TJ Hawkinson, who, by the way, Bob has been really hammering people to move off Kyle Pitts and get TJ Hawkinson. And I saw somebody put a comment like, you're crazy. But, <laughs> I mean, TJ Hawkinson, 25 receptions, 203 yards, and two touchdowns right now. That's a lot better than one. 11 for 121 and zero. Nate, do you want to just lump together here? Because we have the same stuff yes. pretty much. So you are buying Sam
1: Laporta. Sam Laporta. And he's expensive. Let's be honest. Everyone sees the production. We know how young he is. We've seen what TJ Hawkins did with the Lions before he went to the Vikings. I mean, everything looks up and up for Sam Laporta. And I'm I'm into it. I believe it too. So I want to get in now because I know he's tied in two and keep trade cut but I don't think he's the tight end to, um, in, in value in most leagues. Um, he is going to be expensive though. So you got to pay a first in non-tight end premium leagues in yep. tight end premium leagues. You're probably going to pay, pay a first plus right now because of just how young he is, you know, being only 22 years old, um, some players that you could, you know, move, um, over to get Sam LaPorta. Uh, you might be able to move a guy like Jordan Addison, um, you know, it's it's a top wide receiver. It's going to be expensive, like I said. But Jordan Addison's a guy you might be able to move over for him. Um, maybe a veteran like Josh Jacobs or Cooper Cup. And you can move to Sam Laporta. The good thing about Sam Laporta is there's going to be leagues where you see Sam Laporta, who's the tight end two on a team, tight end three on a team. Maybe even the tight end. Not, not really the tight end four at this point, but there's other tight ends that they can have be the starting tight end on their lineup, basically. A lot of teams went into the season with Sam Laporta as the tight end three on their team, as the tight end four on their team, as someone they didn't expect production from, or the taxi squad. That's where you want to go, see if you can get some value there. Not because uh, Sam Laporta's just cheaper, because he's expensive, but it's a little bit easier for those teams to move off Sam Laporta. You have a little bit more leverage in that situation. Those are the teams I'm trying to go with Target, knock on the doors for, I want to go acquire Sam Laporta. Mike, what are you paying to go get Sam Laporta?
0: I'll pay it first and I'll gladly do it right now. I drafted him highly everywhere I could. And look, the fact is, tight end production is hard to find. He's doing it as a rookie tight end too. Currently, we've talked about that. On every single team I have that I rostered Sam Laporta, I have made sure that since the first week I've found a way to get him in a starting lineup, be it in the tight end spot or flex spot, because there were Mm -hmm. times where he was a better flex option than some of the wide receivers and running backs I had, you know, with injuries piling up. Now we've got bye week starting. I'll pay it first. I'll pay more, and if he's the fourth or fifth option on a team, or you know, if he's on a team behind a Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey, someone like that, and they don't want to move on from Laporta, kick the tires on one of the old guys too. Doesn't hurt to do it. Start some conversations. Let's go to our sell. You know, it's weird. We did not fill this out at the same time, but we got it all the same. I'm sure
1: for different reasons.
0: Though. Yeah. Well,
1: I got I got kind of a a thing here with the sell. We're selling um,
0: Puka Nakua. And we're I selling think- Puka Nakua. It might be for similar reasons, actually.
1: And I'm begrudgingly selling Puka Nakua. Let me make that very clear. The value. Because I love me some Puka. And I got him in a couple leagues. And I'm not selling unless I can get the value that's currently listed on Keep Trade Cut, which is just blowing my mind. So that's why I have a caveat here. You know, I'm selling Puka Nakua if we can get Travis Kelsey out of it. If we can get Brees Hall out of it. If we can get gave gives out of it. That's the players that he's around right now and keep trade cut. Now, I think most leagues, you're going to have a hard sell trying to get one of those studs with Puka Nakua. So I don't think his value is actually that high. And if that's the case in your league, I'm not selling Puka Nakua. I'm actually holding on to Puka Nakua. But with the players that Bob gave us, I had to make a choice here. And when my choice here was selling Puka Nakua because his value is just so high right now. Yeah. Cooper Cup's going to come back. He's going to eat into his volume a little bit. I talked about it earlier. You know, Puka Nakua plays outside. He plays a different role than Cooper Cup. He plays the Robert Woods role in this offense. It's a valuable role. You know, he's going to be very valuable to your team after Cooper Cup comes back. I'm not worried about that. But right now, you won't find his value really any higher. Um, He's being considered a top 10 dynasty wide receiver by some people out there on Twitter, Mike. We were just talking about it um, before the show. You know, I don't hate that because there's a chance that happens. I mean, you can't knock him so far. His production's been incredible. We've never seen anything like it, so their potential is there. But right now, he's already, you know, wide receiver 12, wide receiver 15 in Dynasty in a lot of people's rankings. See if you can make something happen with that. Yeah,
0: I would too. I mean, he could be the next Travis Fulgham. He could be the next Cooper Cup. And I think when Cooper Cup comes back, that might, you know, bite into puka's production it could also more so impact tutu atwell tyler higby guys like that and if you recall when cooper cup went out everyone said van jefferson was supposed to be the guy that was in line to be the next man up to be the guy that was kind of spearheading the rams uh, wide receiver room that didn't happen it's been puka congrats to you man you look really freaking good but the fact of the matter is i could cash in on what could possibly be a declining asset when cooper cup comes back like i said it might happen but it very well could we've seen it time and time again with these mid round wide receivers that's why i'm selling and we're both holding devon Achan and Hate that, and I think it's you know because look, good running backs
1: are hard to find. Yeah, you said it. Good running backs are hard to find. Really? Um, it's hard to find guys that score points. It's hard to find guys that get the ball in a really good offense. And Devon Achan is doing all that stuff. So I'm in. I'm into it. I'm holding him if I have him. I'm gonna buy him as well if I can for a first round pick. I think some people were still willing to sell at that point because some so. people aren't convinced. Um, but there's really not much going against. A-, a chan right now. You know, there's a lot, lots of going his way, and I expect it to just continue. So I- I'm in to holding right now. I mean I- I'll take him wherever I can get him.
0: He he got the draft capital, he got the landing spot that yep. everybody wanted Everything that never works. happens for us in fantasy land. I love it. And Raheem Mostert can't keep this up forever because in his career he typically hasn't. He looks good so far, but Even I just he think- does still productive. Yeah, yeah, there's room in this offense for two running backs, for sure. There's room for this yeah. offense for two running backs, and two good wide receivers, um, from what I could tell. Uh, and our void is Zay Flowers, and we don't hate Zay Flowers, but I think we could agree that's just kind of how this exercise worked out here.
1: Yeah, with all these names, you know, he is the least productive of the group. You know, so Laporta, we talked about tight end two, Nakua, wide receiver four, I believe, after this week. A-Chan, I mean, after a 50-point game, you've almost guaranteed yourself being a top 24 running back already for the season. So um, <laughs> he's he's productive as well. Zay Flowers getting plenty of targets, but hasn't had quite the, uh, the high numbers and touchdowns that some of these other guys have had. And as much as I love where the Ravens offense is headed, uh, not quite to a point where Zay Flowers is going to be popping off every single weekend, uh, leading your team at the wide receiver position. Still more of a flex play at this point uh, with some room to grow.
0: And for the record, Devon a is running back four currently and zay flowers is wide receiver 33 yeah so that is why it'd be be. so everyone thank you for tuning in and we for nate i'm Mike. we'll see you next time september is here and i want to take a second to talk about self-care When it comes to making an impression, proper grooming is essential to looking and feeling your best when you walk into a room. That's why the sponsor of today's show, Manscaped, are committed to helping men around the world walk and talk with some swagger this season with the best grooming tools on the market. Join the 9 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and enjoy this offer. 20% off plus free shipping with the code DynastyRewind at Manscaped.com. Don't neglect your beautiful self and get right to summer Earth Manscaped. For the sleekest version of yourself, Manscaped has you covered from head to toe, starting with a brand new Beard Heads trimmer. With one guard and 20 adjustable lengths, this device is the perfect travel companion fit to take care of your mane wherever you are. Next in line, who can forget about their signature performance package 4.0? Included in this ultimate grooming bundle is the star of the show... Lawnmower 4.0. Equipped with skin-safe technology to minimize nicks and cuts in all your sensitive areas. Also included is a crop preserver groin deodorant and crop reviver groin spray. I can tell you from experience, this has taken my confidence in the bedroom to a whole new level. Want something you don't mind showing that special someone in your life? Look no further than Manscaped Boxers 2.0. These are without a doubt the best boxers for men of all ages. I can confidently say I'll never go back to cotton boxer breeks after wearing these. So once again, Manscaped supports the Dynasty Rewind so much, they provided an exclusive offer for our listeners. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code DynastyRewind at Manscaped.com. Again, that's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. And use the code DynastyRewind. Feel like yourself again and take charge of your life with Manscaped. until next time, everybody, for my faithful co-host, Chev Nooney and Nate Christian, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind, please rewind, thank you for listening.